Hey! Eli? Happy Friday, man. What's up, brother? <laughs> I was a little late on my intro, man. I had to cut it off a little bit. Oh, that was good. What's going on, dude? I like it, man. That was good. I like you, bro. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday, man. We've been slammed. Yeah, we have been. Yeah, we're jamming this one in. Guys, this one might be a 30 to 45 minute one. Probably 30. It is a straight to the point. No need to like beat a dead horse. Top. They're probably all like that. And I just, (laughs) I probably beat every dead horse and just bury it in the ground every time we do a podcast. But super straight to the point one. Um, We've been super slammed with a lot of great things, man, as far as business wise and what Mm -hmm. we're doing within real estate. Um, We've been talking a lot about like the whole coaching thing as far as like me being a, a coach. There's been some requests for that. There's been some of my mentors and some of my peers um, asking about that. There's just been some conversation right as far as like coaching realtors and lenders or, Mm -hmm. you know, just small unit leaders within a company and some different approaches. So we've got willgrimes.com. That's going to be pretty awesome and obviously everything else, but it'll be fun because you can kind of get lost in translation Mm -hmm. with a lot of that and a little distracted and and whatever it may be. So I think it's super important to still find that self-talk. And so this isn't a podcast on how you should talk to yourself maybe a little bit, but more on just paying attention to the self-talk and making sure that you're keeping yourself, you know, just progressing and just being better and, and some good stuff. And uh, Eli's idea today, so we're going to give him some credit on that. We're going to we're gonna let him elaborate on that a little bit. Well, and uh, before we jump into it, all the way anyway, we, we, already, we already stepped in, but before we jump in, um, this is the Day $1 Zero podcast, guys, so we appreciate you uh, checking in where we talk about uh, leadership, business, being dads. Yep. What else we talk about? Other kind of bullshit All we talk about. Bullshit, man. That's a long, that's a long list. That's <laughs> that a long is. List. That mm-hmm. is. Uh, and again, guys, we are on uh, iTunes and um, and we're not just video on Facebook and YouTube, but we do have audio as well on Spotify and all the places you get your podcast. So sorry for that little shameless plug there, but uh, we have to get a lot of new listeners, man. So I was like, absolutely reminding people who, who the heck we are. Well, let's hear it, man. What are we talking about um, today? Yeah, man. So uh, today, you know, there's kind of been, uh, let me get my water bottle out of here. There, you know, we've been going through a lot of um, a lot of changes, man. Personally, uh, a lot of changes physically with our our health and fitness. And uh, you know, most people know that we're, we've been pretty fit dudes and stuff. But um, you, we, yeah, I hide it well. You, <laughs> you know, that we've been pretty fit dudes and stuff. But um, man, I've I felt a lot of things that have just you know when when kind of our habits changed and during COVID and situation changed. Um, just things started slipping, man. So I felt this really strong urge just to get back to, um, you know, my basics. But then you brought up a point the other day of, uh, you brought up a point the other day of, are you, are you relying on who you were? Um, or are you always trying to recreate yourself and become something new, right? And better. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk so about you- that a little bit. And that's what I want to talk about today is just, cause we're taking on new shit. That's like definitely like uncomfortable for us mm-hmm. um and, and i already feel a change so i kind of want to just chat yeah. about that a little bit so i didn't i didn't feel any slip with covid mm-hmm. um personally i was excited to just work out and like i've already man i've done the dark place thing i've done the hey when times suck you just gotta dig down and what like i man i i look forward to times like that i don't look forward to covid mm-hmm. i don't look forward mm-hmm. to people dying let's not get weird but when things become super difficult i understand the attrition rate to that yep you know just with some of my history and some some schools and, and training I've done and just watch attrition and just watch sure. just people's behavior. And I know like, man, that's just not me. Like I I'm dialed there mm-hmm. and I haven't had to be that. 
in a little while because saying, man, like home's warm and yep. weather's warm, market's good, internet's mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. everything's good. Like I just haven't had to pull that hard trigger right and, and yeah, dial in yeah, in a yeah. long time. Not that work wasn't hard and we weren't on the grind. It was. But we're eating good, man, and it's and there's just nothing super difficult at the time, right? So, And, and again, I, it's not like you go out of your way to look for that, and that's also a problem. Mm-hmm. I want to talk mm-hmm. about that. But nothing had been super hard. So when COVID hit, I was, mo- I was motivated in the sense of like, hey, there's a challenge right now. It's unlike any other that's happened. Obviously, we do real estate. There's going to be some factors there. How well can we just get creative? And we yeah. did. We got creative. We couldn't have people in person. We started doing podcasts remote, mm-hmm. podcasting remote. Um, opened up more than we thought because we didn't realize how many people actually wanted to be on the podcast. Yep. Cool, right? Like, humbling. We ended up meeting some folks and and cranking out and like, hey, how could we just expand more in real estate? And we built a YouTube page, you know, and, and got some lessons on that. And it's over 700 subscribers in two and a half months and we get several calls a day from it and a ton of people are moving to Colorado and we're tapping into that. And we figured out a way to scale during this time where everybody had to be remote and I was super excited for that. The other part that, that was just sucked was I pinched my sciatica nerve. Mm-hmm. What week three, week four in the COVID super early. If I don't even know if it's that long. Oh, and I've never, yeah. I mean, I've never really been injured. Like I've had some pain before, but I've never had like, I've never had surgeries. Yeah. Um, you know, so I've had pain and some injuries that you kind of like just nurture a bit. I've never had a pinched nerve. That sucked, right? You remember that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure I bitched about it. A times. <laughs> I'm standing during podcasts. Yeah. And yeah. Just, working through it now it's almost completely gone and they linger because we're talking about four months right now right and it's it just lingers and um but having to adapt to that and like well i'm just not i'm not just gonna not work out that doesn't that just never makes sense but what can i do and i reached out to you i reached out to some of my friends that are super phenomenal at fitness professional mixed martial art fighters that have just gone through some of that and they were like yeah definitely keep your body moving but here's how you can recover it got onto youtube looked up some stuff long story short I just started figuring out, like, hey, man, it was cool to get big and strong and, and push a lot of weights. However, I started opening myself up to when I had to start stretching mm-hmm. and using exercise bands and rolling out. I started realizing how I had wavered on rolling out. Yeah. And then when you start stretching and doing some things for, for your, you know, your sciatica, you go, oh, I'm not very mobile. My yeah. shoulders are. I've always taken care of my shoulders. That's a baseball thing. I'm, I'm, I'm fickle about it. But the rest of my body was pretty stiff my hips everything right so it was like oh man like just basic stretching was like dude you suck yeah yeah so i started doing more of that and then i definitely cut calories back because i knew i couldn't push as hard in the gym i didn't want to like end up getting fat right fatter right uh shout out to andy frisella right he'll be on the podcast very soon you (laughs) guys will be excited but um now i started dropping weight as i started dropping weight and the inflammation was going down i was feeling better my sciatica started healing i was able to stretch more i had a tolerance to rolling out not just where the sciatica was but just my body in general percussion gunning and i was just learning my body again which yeah. was good it was needed so then i started naturally getting into more just okay as i could work out better because the sciatica started going away i started gravitating to more functional fitness not just deadlifting a ton or bench pressing a ton but more you know functional stuff that would continue to progress recovery and just overall mobility and strength where I felt like I was lagging. So it was good for me to dive into that. And that was hard. It's still hard. I'm still doing it. It's still fucking hard. And hence diesel day. We're going to talk about diesel day a little bit too. I know you guys, you're probably tired of hearing it. Just go do it and I'll shut the fuck up then. But the bottom line was like, that was hard. And then we're going through COVID. That was hard. And then it was like, man, I haven't, I was excited because it was like, man, I haven't had to use my hard button in a long time. Like, oh, cool. COVID came around. 
Now it's time to dig deep. A lot of attrition is going to happen. People are going to be falling out of real estate or coming back later when it's easier and they're going to be super behind. Mm -hmm. People are falling off on their workouts. People are falling off on their motivation. Cool. It's hard. I'm going to dig. Like, I still got that in me. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I haven't had to use it in a while. COVID, unpredictable. However, the way I was choosing to work out had nothing to do with COVID. It was just my lack of, of paying attention to my mm -hmm. body and understanding where I was lagging, right? So that injury made me go into a different type of working out that was hard. And then I go, all right, like, yep, it's been a long time since I've had to use that hard mentality. But why? Why are you waiting for COVID or waiting for some global, unpredictable anomaly to happen before you dig back and get hard? Like, okay, what was hard in your past before? What was it? Was there stuff in the Marine Corps being a cop? Like, we had to dig deep? Okay, like, but you can put that on yourself too, right? Hence... Mm -hmm. The curiosity of diesel day. So I'm talking to Tosh on the phone. He's like, yeah, I've got this thing going. He's what I think I'm going to do. And cool. And, you know, we, we volunteered. We volunteered you. You're going to fucking do it. But then I'm like, hey, I'm going to do it. And we did that. And I was like, yeah, man. Like going physically, going through physical movements for 24 hours nonstop is brutal, right? Especially if you are if you have the integrity to push yourself. So regardless of your score, were you gaffing it off? Or were you were you really pushing it? Did you leave it all on the table, right? Cool. And then, and then we started talking about 75 hard. And it was like, yeah. No sugar, no alcohol, drinking a gallon of water a day, two separate workouts per day. Mm -hmm. One has to be outside, read 10 pages a day minimum, and take, a, take a, a progress photo. It's like, oh, that's a great mental challenge. Like, there's a lot to do here. You might think it's easy. It's not. Like, And if you mess one of them up, you got to start over. Yep. Ah, so I started getting on this hype of like, man, I want to, you know, and sometimes, man, and this is not a brat, but sometimes people do come to us because we're the hard for them. We're like running our team, that accountability and being the accountability for everyone and being the teacher, being the leader. Awesome. But you still have to go seek that in yourself. And you still have to have an audience like a James Hobart, like a Tosh, right? That are, that are pushing things in a certain aspect yep. that you can go get that. Right. Just like others get things from you right now. And I was like, man, that's what I've been putting off. Like work's been hard because we're grinding and, and being a dad is hard because it's in front of you and it's a grind and you're doing that with you. But it's like, hey, what have you been doing personally, physically and mentally to really push the limits? And man, I'll tell you what, when you do, you feel so great about it. However, you also start noticing lack thereof and of behaviors of where people are gaffing things off or cutting corners and it's not attractive. Man, real quick, we're on day five right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we just started, or, yeah, we're, we're, we're halfway through day five right now. And already what I've noticed, because I'm having to like buckle down on my schedule so much so that I don't end up doing cardio at 11 o'clock every single night, which has been the case more often than not so far. Uh, immediately I'm noticing the five and 10 minute intervals throughout the day uh, that I am wasting time. I'm just mm. much more aware of the five minutes scrolling through Facebook, not with any intention, but just mm -hmm. mindlessly. Mm -hmm. and, and it's jumping out at me and I'm like, oh shit, man, that could have been your five minutes back over here of cardio, right? Yeah. Like you could have been doing something more productive that you're not going to have to do later today. So you're not going to have to. True. You know, and there's a balance because yeah. you know me, man, like I'm messaging people on Facebook and That's why I said intentionally. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of intentional yeah. for me, but there's also unintentional where I'm just scrolling and having fun. Right. But it's also like, Hey, if you're going to do that, how, what have you done already today that you've checked all your boxes right, right, right. or you don't necessarily have to shove everything into the first half of your day just so you can fuck off the rest of the day. Like if, if you got to, you know, if you got a little bit of time and you want to scroll, okay, cool. Just, but that's, what's so fun about 75 hard is it's open-ended, but it's very specific mm -hmm. on tasks. Well, right? and it's making you just aware. Like that's and it's just thing. like, Hey, look, if you want to scroll on your, on your, 
on your Facebook or your Instagram for what, hey, cool, man, like that's your thing, but like you're still accountable to get these things done. And right. if you don't, you're starting over. Yep. So it just makes you more aware yep. of kind of like, remember when we used to have a limit, like limited minutes on your phone? Oh, yeah. You know you're super minute. aware yeah. how much you're calling yeah. someone or texting. But now that everything is unlimited, dude, calls are off the charts, text messaging. But back in the day, all you youngsters, you, you have no fucking clue. Back when you had like, hey, you got 200 minutes on your phone a month. And, it, and then when you go over that, dude, it yeah. was like, it was a crazy amount, crazy fines or the text messaging, limited text messages. You're just, when you have that, you are a lot more aware of like how you're using it, how deliberate right. you are with that phone call or that text message. You right. tend to think things through a lot better before you have it. Same thing. 75 hard is like really keeping you accountable. Like, hey, if you're taking some free time, cool, but how much? Yeah. And just, and man, you just start liking to read. Like if you find an interesting book, like now I, we, I read. I weed and <laughs> waskety wabbits. I read way more than 10 pages a day. I'm, I'm not a, um, I, I do enjoy reading and, and doing some things, you know, and, and before my workouts in the morning, I would just watch some YouTube and stuff, but I've got, I've got myself on a great book and, and, um, it's been a lot of fun. So I catch myself reading before the gym now, cause one, it takes care of it, but then mm-hmm. you start liking, I end up reading in the evening. So instead of scrolling on Facebook or a couple of minutes, like I'll end up just reading some more or yep. talking yep. to my daughter yep. about like, Hey, what am, what am I reading or, or vice versa? And it's cool on how you just start to gravitate towards some of your tasks. Cause yeah. you're, you're also enjoying them, man. And, and that's one of the things with the whole, like recreating yourself thing to where, um, you may not necessarily be like, okay, I'm going to recreate myself into this person. Um, but by using fitness as the vehicle, like we are, which ultimately is just changing your, your mentality and your physicality, um, when using that as the tool, it's kind of interesting just to see what comes out the other side, you know, um, you know, and and what are you going to turn into and and is it going to help you become more hard or are you too hard and it's going to help you become more soft and empathetic? Like it's interesting to see what's going to come out on the other side and, um, you know, something that, uh, one of my good friends, Michael had, had told me and he was really the one of my first like personal trainer friends were like my day one at 24 hour fitness, man. Um, him and I were in the same like onboarding class and, uh, he, he was one of those guys. So I, I know I've told you about him before, but it's funny. So I'll, I'll talk. No, about you it. haven't told me about this, Michael. Is he good looking? <laughs> yes, I have. Do you still uh, think about he, him? He is good looking. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> Michael, uh, we got to talk, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Eli's um, married now. Shout out to Mike. No, fuck um, you, Mike. But man, so he used to have the, uh, he would be a fitness trainer and he'd be teaching the group X and I mean, just class full of like 40 year old moms. And this was really before I knew him. And I thought he was the biggest tool bag dude, because for a cool down, you know, instead of like, okay, cool. This is cool down, stretch, whatever. Um, slow down our movements. He would take out his fucking guitar and play music the that trainer is corny it's terrible i thought he was the biggest tool bag dude is he for good doing at music it. he's great at it okay and he can sing super good okay. and he's a really genuine guy so good. it's like but if you're good at it this on the cool. outside i'm looking in watching this and i now don't I know. really know him yeah, and i'm you're like not a mom and for dude I'm, i get that i remember play. turning to another trainer and i'm like is he's this a marketing real yeah he's for is real this dude for that's real? why his class is full of moms dude and he would but anyway him and i grew a friendship and once he found out i used to play the drums when i was younger he's like dude get a set man we're starting a band like we're doing this and then that's what led in my whole like band years um that was another life but anyway oh. he was the first one that you know i really like realized i'm like man you can be like a jock but you can be artistic and mm-hmm. you can be musical and you can be like tough but you can be soft and just before that man maybe it was just an immature mind just thinking i'm this way you know well i th- i don't think so I th- maybe but i i also think when, as you're growing and you're getting older and 
you, you, you look up to people or you're doing something. I think that mm-hmm. you just tend to like take on a role or you take on an appearance of what you think that's supposed to look like versus when yourself, when you're being yourself and you just open to whatever's cool, whatever's mm-hmm. cool is whatever's cool. You know, like I was in band. I was in marching band. I was in concert band. I, I played football and baseball and letter for, you know, for yeah. all four years for for those. And and my mom was a big contributor to that, to just exposing me to a lot. And I had good parents. I, I, I never, like, felt awkward about mm-hmm. myself. And um, I loved going to, like, theater class and how different it was in football. Yeah. And, and it was cool, man. And I think that's where I, I grew up young. But still, like, I go to the Marine Corps. Yeah. yeah, man, I had some times where I was a hard dick. You know, yeah. I had some times where, like, hey, you promote you picked up corporal and nobody else is and now you're kind of in charge of your peers and they want to dick off but there's just but you're trying to act like an nco what am i supposed to be and you're mirroring other people and a lot of that is just hey you're just kind of like uncomfortable with that environment of promotion you know quite yet and you're you're looking up to certain people and you're wanting to make sure you're doing a good job and you you tend to like do a little bit of that right and i Mm -hmm. i compare it to like when i was first wearing a tie in real estate Mm -hmm. you know and wearing a suit and it wasn't because i was trying to be somebody it was just you're getting a feel. You're not quite sure like where you fit in or, or who you are in that world. And you're going to kind of take on a role, but like definitely man, like just the self-talk and self-maturity, self-awareness, just being happy with who you are regardless. Right. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that takes over. Not that you're not being yourself. If you're an attire, you're not being yourself when you promote, but there's just a little bit of like uneasiness where subconsciously, I feel like you're a little bit more focused on trying to figure that out. Yeah. Before you decide to, to get comfortable and yeah, be yourself yeah. in it, I, I, you know, and you, you will take on some things like, okay, what, what am I taking on about real estate that I liked? And I'm going to keep, what am I not going to like? What would I, where do I want to fill the gaps with where I don't like something? And I could be this instead of that and just mm-hmm. let some of me bleed in more, but Hey, I really like this. So I'm going to, I am going to keep that. Yeah. I think along the way, as you grow and mature, you tend to like take things. Some of those yeah. things stick to you and hopefully there's a good things, but just the integrity behind who you are is big. But for me, you know, especially focusing today, it's like, you know, if you're somebody like just leaving shit on the table and like full disclosure, right? That's partly why we left the brokerage that we were at. Lovely people got along with everyone for the most part. I mean, I, I'm a little rough around the edges, I guess, <laughs> um, but I'm also a teddy bear, but like, yeah, you are here, man. Let me be a victim. No, I'm not going to. I'm not a victim. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. So, and you can attest to this. Sometimes, yeah. dude, like everybody likes Eli, right? We'll talk about that. And then you don't like that because it's like when you're nice. I don't know why. It's the- not extra. It's not extraordinary when you're nice. And then, but you're never like, every, but everybody for the most part gets along with you. There are times and you can attest to this. And you know me, I'm a teddy bear, bro. I can walk in a room and somebody hate my guts and not even know me. Yep. Right. Yep. yep. However, I also have the other extreme where people can really get drawn to me mm-hmm. and a compliment mm-hmm. or a conversation from me can also be super rewarding. I'm mm-hmm. that pendulum. Yep. You're the guy that just like everybody loves. And I, I'm like, man, no, I want to be that. And you're no, like, no, no dude, bro. it fucking sucks. Like, no, it, and but, it, it doesn't suck. But my, my, first of all, the reason that happens with you is because you are like this magnet. And what happens is like, if people are on your like wavelength, boom, they're sucked right into you. Right. But if they're the opposite side, if they're the South side, they're literally rejected, you know? And it's like, I think that's how they, so it's like, you, because you're magnet, you like polarize. It's a bummer sometimes, man, because I don't think that I, I necessarily do anything that soon in the game to make you just be, be, you know, not like me. Like that? No, you don't. But that, but that's you know. the thing. But when that's just. So I don't know if it's insecurity. I don't know if it's intimidation. I, I, and I, man, because I meet people that aren't my cup mm-hmm. of tea, but I'm still intrigued to like give it a minute, right? Yeah. And just allow somebody, um, 
to do their thing. And when we are in real estate, when we are in the office, like, man, I'm not running my mouth. I'm not running mm-hmm. around telling people what to do. Like, it's, it's not my place. You and I barely even talk to anybody. We, yeah. We're just in our office getting to work. And yep. if somebody pops in, we're super kind, right? And I'm mm-hmm. talking specifically to mm-hmm. that. But getting back to my original point, when I'm talking about the brokerage we were at, yep, for the most part, man, everybody's cool. But they didn't like, they didn't quite know what to do with us. Yeah. Right? Like, there was some shit there. And then, man, but nobody was doing anything extraordinary. People that were successful there that had been in real estate for 10 years or 14, like they were doing what they'd always done. And it just didn't seem extraordinary to me. And then some of them were doing 75 hard. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Right around when I when I pinched my sciatic and mm-hmm. I, I politely was like, not calling them out, but kind of like, that's not 75 <laughs> hard. Yeah. Not that I was doing yeah. it. Maybe it's not my place to call anybody out. But I was also like, I wasn't doing like a shit talker, you know, and just... I remember like just people like, oh, well, we'll do it for 30 days and it won't be two workouts and you can still have alcohol. What the f- it's not fucking 75 hard. Then. <laughs> call like, it something else. Don't call it 75 hard-ish. Yeah. Don't say it's a mock 70. Like, don't even put 75 yeah. anything in it. Like, it's completely disrespectful to the guy who created it. Yeah. And he talks about that in his book. And for me, I'm just like, man, coming from a background of like not knowing how to swim, yeah. not shooting a rifle until boot camp, like the heart in me comes out where I'm like, I'm not mad at someone. And I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? I'm like, man, you're leaving so much on the table and you're limiting yourself already out of the gate because you don't even want to fucking try it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just like, I'm bummed for him. Mm-hmm. And then the other part, and that's where I do get bummed for people because I'm like, I just wish you'd just go in it. And you know what? Even if you, even if you like fucking fail at day 31, oh man, I had a cupcake and I broke. Fuck, and you got to start over. Man, the growth you're going to have there and then having to start over and then you do complete it. That's way better than just knowing like you just did a watered down version of like, come on, man. Mm -hmm. Second to that is the toxic positivity we talk about, right? We're like, everybody's patting each other on the ass and telling each other how amazing they are, how phenomenal they are, but they're all just doing a bunch of average shit. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I'm saying that they're not happy people. It's not that I'm saying like, you, you, you know, I'm not here to tell anybody what they should do or not do, but man, I'm talking specific to some of our experiences i'm just not mentioning names because that's rude nor is it even needed but you do have people that are trying to like oh they're building a brand but like man, you're not about shit you're not doing shit you're not about shit and you're super f- afraid but somehow like making some gear with your name on it is a brand like, that's not a brand like and i don't like when people are like talking the talk and like looking the part but aren't doing it and it's not because i'm like hey we're really fucking doing it. You're not. Fuck it. I'm not saying it like that at all. I'm coming from a place of endearment, I guess, where I'm just like, man, I'm so bummed for you that you're sitting here gloating and, and saying and looking all the right parts, but you're just not doing it. And I know that you know that. Mm-hmm. And I wish you would just cut the bullshit and fucking dive in because I know how you're going to feel. Because I, I have felt that. Mm-hmm. And again, self-reflection. You got to go like, cool. Like, and you want that in others, but then I have to make sure like, hey, if I'm seeing that in others, cool. Like, hey, what am I doing? Like, cool. How, where am I at? Right? Like, mm-hmm. hence the, the 24-hour diesel day. Hence us, you know, just dialing in and doing 75 hard on a top of, of, of other things. And a couple other endeavors we have with Spartan 7 and, and some different functions for, for leadership and different mm-hmm. things. And But I promise you, those opportunities that are coming around, you know, like with Dan Cirillo. Look, man, if we're full of shit, that opportunity doesn't come around. If we were full of shit, we wouldn't even have even gotten introduced to him. Period. Right? That came from Tosh. But putting ourselves out there and doing good work and, and feeling, you know, and, and giving the impression that we're good dudes, that we're, but we're also trying to better ourselves and just do a lot of cool shit. Dude, guys like that just want guys like that around. And it's not like a, a cool kid club. It's not that at all. It's just 
seeing where people's efforts and integrity and care and intentions are. Well, man, and let me, yeah, hold yeah, on go quick, ahead. I know yeah, I'm no, talking good, way too good, much, but intentions are important, right? Mm-hmm. Like not just intentions. Like, are you going to cheat on a girl or hey, hey, you're, you know, are you going to be weird? Or do, are you just in these deals for, you know, for money, like in real mm-hmm. estate, right? Like, are you advising your clients, right? Or are your intentions just to make a paycheck? That's one level. That's very superficial. The other one is intentions. Like what are your intentions with yourself? And then how does that reflect your intentions on how you choose to behave or bring value to others? And when you're having friendships, I talked to Tosh about this and he probably laughed at me, but earning your friendships, mm-hmm. earning your relationships, earning your friendships. Like there's a responsibility behind husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, fiance, whatever. There's also a responsibility behind friendship, right? Like you call someone a brother in the Marine Corps, man, I don't always have to like you, mm-hmm. but I'm your brother. Mm-hmm. So like there's, hey man, there's something to that, right? Same thing with like chosen friendships. It's not just like what they can do for you or we go out and we have beer. No man, it's like there's a commitment. There's a responsibility behind being a friend and are you bringing that relationship value or not? And are they bringing that, you know, value for you or is not? And I don't really look at, are they bringing value for me? If I just love being around someone, their energy is great. That's already enough for me. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 and usually they are bringing a ton of value to you mm-hmm. if you're getting that vibe from them. Mm-hmm. But I focus more on me in where I'm bringing the value there. And I also focus on like my intentions and like, Hey, how am I, how do I continue to bring somebody value if I'm not continuing to grow as a person? Yeah. It's a problem, right? So there's a, there's a dichotomy there and you got to face that and you just got to find ways to to get stronger and get better. And it's not about being the best. It's not about being the, the hardest dick. It's literally just paying attention to that and having some integrity behind being better every day and just knowing if you're being a slap dick period. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm glad you brought up friends and people because that was going to be my next point man is like you know we've i've been around some new people kind of in our circle this year and i i think that's what's had the biggest change man because it's it's open perspective and you know for me to see some of these guys who have done the things that they've done in the past who have every right just to like put on the cap and sit down and talk to the grandkids about their stories but even them are continuing to better themselves and improve who they are. You know why? And why is that? Not to cut you off. Because whatever got them to whatever soapbox they could talk about mm-hmm. isn't talking about it. Like whatever got them to their level of success that they could rest on now. Mm-hmm. Like if we're talking Tosh or anybody else, right? Like whatever got somebody so significant that they just have every right to do that. Whatever got in there in the first place had nothing to do with wanting the soapbox in the first place. Mm-hmm. Hence why they just choose to yeah. pass go yeah. and collect a hundred dollars and just continue and just continue to better themselves. And again, it's like, it's the same thing in business, right? Like don't, don't get soft. Like whatever got you to your first, second or third increment mm-hmm. of success where like, Hey, you can eat some good food now and you can go out to dinner and you're not worried about your bills. Congratulations. Please understand whatever got you that it's delayed. It's all the work you did the first year in grinding. That's getting you, you know, second and third quarter success mm-hmm. the following year, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but once that starts coming in, maybe it's not very apparent of like what got, like you got to stay yeah. focused on like, hey, yeah. what got you there in the first place is not you talking about it or this or that. Like you've got to continue to maintain that in real time to continue to push that success, whatever that is for you. Yeah. Pushing that needle forward. Yeah. Well, and um, in addition to that, man, like expanding your circle and expanding the type of people that you're around because you're going to get different things from different people, even if it's just observe it, observing like who they are. Like we have some people that aren't military guys or not. Uh, fitness people, but they're just good dads. 
mm-hmm. and you see how they prioritize Tom Stafford. Their, yeah, great guy. Tom, Tom Stafford, great mm-hmm. example. Tom yep. Martinez. Yep. And you see how these guys are, are successful businessmen, but they also prioritize their family and how mm-hmm. they manage all that stuff. So I also think it's really important, guys, like on this path of like self-discovery, like, man, a single friend can change your life. And they may not, like Michael, I don't even talk to Michael at all anymore, but the few you years that we were together. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> Shout out to Michael. Love you, bro. Hey, 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 um, hey, hey. He likes you a lot. <laughs> the, loved, uh, loved you, But man, bro. like just the the few years that we had together, mm-hmm. just how much you're able to learn. And I was a different person coming out on the other side. And then just in the short time I've met Tosh and then the even shorter time of Dan and, and just the Spartan seven crew and all those guys. Is my name um, in there anywhere? <laughs> it went straight from Mike to Tosh. Like, wow, where, wonder what bridge you fucking walked on to get to that one. I, I don't know, know. Right. I know. I, I wonder know, what I know. back you stabbed just now <laughs> getting all the way to Tosh fucker. Obviously will. Obviously. This will be Eli's That's, last podcast. I am. One. I am. <laughs> Uh, open for a business partner who knows how to run podcasts. Yeah, no I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was about to say, and this is Will's last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, all good, man. Just busting balls, but it, it's true, man. And yeah. um, I, the Tom Martinez's and the Tom Staffords of the world, they're awesome because they're they're older than us and they're they're super successful in business. Yet they they still ask us questions mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. still get jazzed up and get motivation from us. I'm like, man, that's so cool, dude. Mm-hmm. Like. And it reminds me of like a couple of Marines that are at the gym. They're in their mid twenties and they're, they're cool, man. They're, they're infantrymen. They were part of one of the units that I was a part of for a bit. And they're just, they're cool, dude. They're, they're hard dicks and they're, they're trying to push more. And yeah, yeah. They, and they, they, they would crush me, dude. They would crush me, but I'm a, I'm a killer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they wouldn't, but they'll crush me in their weights and their little body weight squats and (laughs) bullshit. And they're, they're in phenomenal shape and they're cool, man. But the way I see him in the gym, dude, and I push harder and, and we have some fun. We talk a little trash. Like, they keep me jazzed. Like, those mid-20s dudes are yeah. keeping you you and me, like, in our mid-30s. It's cool to talk a little trash, and it's all in good fun. And um, I'm guessing, like, it's got to be similar for guys in their 40s. Like, you know, Gavin and, and – Gavin might be a vampire. He's on this podcast next week. I think he's, like, 100. He is. But he says he's, like, in his 40s. Be. I don't know. He's awesome. But – I feel f- it's fun, man, when the Toshas and the other guys get to, like, bust our balls mm-hmm. and get some energy for us. And I, and I kind of feel like, hey, man, maybe that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Like, maybe you're not asking me a ton of, like, marriage advice or this or that. But, like, hey, you love what we're doing in business. And that gives you energy to push your business harder. And Tom just started over. So mm-hmm. that was cool. And and um, maybe that's just what we're there for, to just kind of bust balls a bit and get them all charged up versus, you know, something else. And it's like, yeah, hey, that's cool because these guys at the gym awesome kids man they're studs they lift mm-hmm. good they're in great shape i'm not asking them marriage advice i don't even know if they're married mm-hmm. right like but i can get that energy from them and it's cool to just see how how diverse circles can be and what you're getting but it's ultimately going to come down to and i guess i'll leave everybody with this it's going to come down to just how you see yourself how you talk to yourself and like hey you know mm-hmm. if you're flaccid right now you know mm-hmm. you know and if you're leaving things on the table like you know and like stop being afraid or insecure about taking that step and being vulnerable, be more afraid to just stay in this little pool of mediocrity, just letting everybody else tell you a bunch of bullshit because they want to hear the same thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's true, right? Like when you call, oh, you're so amazing. Great job. Oh, no, no, you're amazing. Like a lot of times, especially in that pool of mediocrity, people are throwing you compliments because they want them back. They also want to hear the same thing yeah. because somehow that justifies whatever whatever medium level that they're that they're conducting i just wish people wanted more now if you again if you don't want more and you are just super high cool i doubt you're watching this though right so but just to throw that out there but there's a lot of vulnerability mm-hmm. there's a lot of of making mistakes there's a lot of exposure to when you're new at yeah. anything right yeah. but you've got to take that next step and if you're around the right people and you're just documenting and doing your best every day nobody's mad at you nobody's 
upset or making fun of you that you're new at something or they're excited for your new endeavor and they're happy to help mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. if you're not doing that and you feel like you've got that despair inside of you and you want to do it nobody's at fault but you you're the only one holding yourself back and it's whatever you're telling yourself or however you're lying to yourself and allowing you to just go here and just like feel good right mm-hmm. and it's, dude it's it's the same thing when guys skip leg day in the gym man mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. You go in and you chest because it's it's your strong point. Yeah, but you know every day you're walking in there, it should be leg day at some point, right? After yep, four yep, chest yep. days. Yeah. At some point, you're remembering leg day and you're just making this conscious decision not to. And this is why I'm so big. It doesn't have to be the gym. I'm sure in, in um, uh, endurance athletes, marathon runners, jujitsu guys, I'm sure everything regardless of whatever physical practical application i'm talking about right now there's an example of somebody skipping leg day yeah correct yeah, yeah. and you're making a conscious decision every time you you it's not like you forget leg day for six months okay you're making a conscious decision just not to right hmm it's the same thing and the reason why i'm so big on like hey 75 heart is so cool and the reason why i'm so big on on just health and fitness in some form is because you, the physical representation is a great example, a great light shedder, a great vehicle to expose those behaviors. Because then if you catch yourself skipping something, right? Now it's like, man, if I'm skipping leg day in this gym, but I'm patting myself on the back or I'm doing or letting guys t- compliment me in the gym or what, hey, where else am I doing that? Outside? Yeah. So again, the, the gym or the endurance examples, it's like, hey, the physical is a great vehicle, a great example to expose the the behaviors right. that you have and go, hey, where else do I have that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then just go, hey, cool. This isn't who I am. This is just where I'm at. How do I correct these now mm-hmm. so it doesn't become who I am? Yep. Right? Yep. Absolutely. Man, I think that's a that's a good one to uh, to leave on. Absolutely. I think that's good. If you guys are... Um, Mike, I'm calling you. If, if you guys are interested in learning a little more about uh, 75 Hard, definitely shoot us a message or just look up 75 Hard. It's literally everywhere. Yeah, it's um, a great thing. Andy yeah. Frisella is going to be on yep. the podcast October 6th. Yep. We're going to be diving into 75 Hard. We're going to be diving into a lot of him and what makes him tick. Would love for you guys to listen to that or or tune in live. It'd be It's going to be a great one, man. He's... um. He's even more off the cuff than yeah. I am, even yeah, more yeah. outspoken. Yeah. I cannot wait to just, you know, have a great time with that guy and get him jazzed up and get him in his zone so he yeah. can really deliver just a good message, as I'm sure he will regardless, right? But it'll, it'll be fun to get a good vibe with him. Well, uh, again, guys, you're listening to the Day One Dollar Zero podcast. We appreciate you listening, and we will be back next Tuesday. Yes, sir. With a guest, Derek Price. Don't want to miss that one. Absolutely. All right, we'll see you guys then. Care, Thank guys. you.